are holding strong with all those files and like a bunch of other shit on it. That's why I like PCs. You can put what? so much on it. Yeah, why is there no memory on Macs? <laughs> like, I have so much fucking memory on my PC. I'm always out of memory, no <laughs> matter not, what. I'm a, I have one terabyte of memory. Wow. Yeah, you know, we da- the thing with Vivint smart homes, the great thing about... What's that? The Vivint... You want to hear? Yeah, let me the, hear it, man. Th- this voice, <laughs> by the way, this voice that I'm doing is like... We get these training videos, and this this is how the guy talks, like when he shows you like how to train and how to yeah, talk yeah. to people. So... The gr- the thing that I love <laughs> about Vivint Smart Home, like he talks really slow and like really gentle, yeah. like you can't yell at him. Vivint Smart Home is the fact that you get a Vivint Smart Drive, <laughs> and what a Vivint Smart Drive lets you do is get a terabyte. Yeah, you know, someone live with this guy because I would s- lose my shit. A terabyte of cloud space all to yourself and your family. So you can record constant video of everything that your cameras <laughs> I would pick lose up. it. Like that's how he talked. Yeah. So like like there's like I could picture him training like and they're like get out of here, get yeah. off my porch. <laughs> I totally understand you want me all off right, your man. porch. You think he just annoys people to the point of just buying it? He's like, "All right, yeah." You know, he just, just can't so be, you never come around ever again. He can't <laughs> he can't be rattled. Shout out Adam Webb. <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway we just yeah. had on tiffany so what do South- we just do we had on tiffany southworth southworth not south park no southworth and she was awesome she was really spiritual she was good people and into self-love and loving other people and she's from seattle she's starting her own website she's got a lot of things going on yeah She'll probably have a podcast by the end of the year. Yeah, she now she might. We may have even just inspired the greatest podcast of all time. <laughs> you never know. And so that's it. Her name's Tiffany Southworth. We went on for a while, and ju- time just flew by. It was yeah. awesome. Check it out. Check it out. Love you. Bye. All right, we're on. Try number five. Skype call. (laughs) We call it. (laughs) Tiffany Southworth. (sighs) What's up, people? It's a weird ring. You can make like a song out of this. Whoops. Hello? Hello? Hello. Hi. Tiffany? Yes. Nice to meet Hi. you. I'm Joe. Nice to meet you. Hi, Joe. How are you? And I'm Tolga. Nice to meet you. What was your name? Tolga. Tolga. T- yep, T-O-L-G-A. Okay, T-O-L-G-A. Hold on. Let me make sure my volume is up. <laughs> Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I hear you. Great. Okay, cool. You hear us? Yes, I can. I haven't used Skype in, Skype in a while, so this is fun. This is our third time. Yeah, ever. <laughs> I don't First th- time ever? No, third time. <laughs> yeah. Third? Oh, 
third time. Yeah, lucky number three. I thought that was a I thought that was a joke, but no, no cool, completely serious. <laughs> How's it going out there? Good. There's a, a fair right outside my house, which I'm not really like. I'm kind of bah humbug about it because it's just a lot of people and it's hard to find parking in this area. So What's yesterday it took me like a half hour to find parking. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm not leaving the rest of the weekend. So I've just been hanging out at, at my house. So you're bah humbug about it. You don't like yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a lot of noise. And I'm like in this place where I just like want to basically live out of a van in nature so it's hard being in the middle of a city and yeah <laughs> that's, the, that's the plan that's what uh, i think so or travel the world forever and get paid for it i don't know i'm working on it yeah there you go we're, that's what we're yeah. trying to, we're trying to do the same thing yeah i still have no idea how people do it but we'll figure it's it out the dream it's <laughs> like a travel blog a lot of people pull it off yeah there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Figuring it out. Taking it day by day. Yeah. What is it? 12 yeah, o'clock? Yeah. How are there? you guys doing? Doing great. We don't really do an cool. intro. We just add that in after we talk. So have you ever listened? Cool. Do you listen to any podcasts? Do I listen to any or have I listened to yours? Um, Both. I'll take both. <laughs> I haven't listened to yours yet. I've kind of, ha- I haven't been listening to podcasts this week. I've just been a little more quiet and needing less noise around me. Um, but I do. Oh my gosh, I love podcasts. There's, yeah. I'm like obsessed. And actually, this year, it was like a few months ago, I started listening to podcasts because I'd gotten into a car accident in April, and my car was an old 1998 Rav4, but I had Bluetooth in it, so I could listen to my Spotify, and it was amazing. Yeah. And then my car got totaled, and uh, now I have this newer car that only has the radio and, like, a CD player, which I don't have any CDs, and I hate the radio. I tried it for a week, actually, and then I learned all the lyrics to all of the songs that I just absolutely hate. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, then I was like, okay, well, I guess I can, like, just put my phone in, like, the little navigation dock and try to listen to some podcasts, and I am so obsessed now. And I realized that that like officially makes me an adult because I love podcasts and I listen to them all the time. What's your so, go? What's your go-to podcast? I really like NPR Radio. Oh. I mean, I just love NPR in general, but NPR Radio. And there's another one I can't remember off the top of my head. I'd have to look it up. It's like is, is radio, I'd have to look it up. Is Radio Lab from NPR? Radio Lab. I don't think it's actually live it's very produced so yeah. i don't know why they call it npr radio but <laughs> yeah. anyways i love that one um they had one about space um that just like blew my, i'm like obsessed with space it blew my mind they had one about i think it was called truth and lies how there were people that still like to say that world war ii didn't happen with hitler and whatnot and just things like that where it just kind of boggles your mind that's a weird one saying it was just me yeah it was was so weird isn't there Um, videos of world war ii 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Well, there's videos. Of, <laughs> there's videos of us landing on the moon too. Yeah, that's true. We you were, can't Photoshop that shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> World War, yeah. What are you gonna Photoshop people dying back then? Like there is no Photoshop back yeah, then. Yeah, there's just no. Fire. And and I was in Europe last year backpacking, and you could feel the energy. That shit went down there. Even now, you can feel it, and it was so eerie to me because I just my mind. I wasn't expecting to experience something like that. I was just like, oh, I'm going to go backpacking and I'm going to have a good time. But then I ended up in this small town called Rathenau, Germany, and everybody was so depressed there. I would go to the grocery store and you would see people with like baskets full of alcohol because it's so cheap there. And that was one of the cities after the war, they were promised jobs and everybody's unemployed. It never happened there. So you can just feel it in, in certain cities. And it's really strange. Yeah, I could imagine. Um, where did you backpack through other than Germany? So I started um, I started in Iceland, oh, nice. and I was there for two weeks. And I wasn't there by myself. My brother had met me for one week, and then one of my friends, who she and her fiancé had just broken up, she met me for the second week, which is actually perfect because Iceland is actually a lot harder to do by yourself because it's so expensive there. It was the most expensive place that I went to. Really? Why is that? Oh, my God. I think because everything has to be imported. So gas is really expensive. And the only I mean, the only way to really see Iceland anyways, because it's all about nature is you drive. Right. You, You can only stay in Reykjavik for so long. I was there for two days. It's such a small little city. And I got bored and i was like okay now i'm, I'm ready to go out on the road yeah. but it's 100 euro to rent a car 100 euro a day to rent a car and 100 euro in gas roughly oh, um a day a yeah day so so 175 bucks around there Jesus yeah Christ. yeah so you're going through. you definitely want to go with more people and as many people as you can fit into your car the better <laughs> did you see the northern lights while you were there i saw them a little bit I, it's really hard to see them there it's it's basically just like hunting. You just don't know if you're going to see them or not. And they have these tours and stuff that will take you out in the middle of the night to go see them. But it doesn't mean that you're actually going to see them. Right. And it also depends on the time of the year. I think I was there at the right time because it was March. So it was technically still winter-ish weather there. Um, but I saw them briefly like a very mm-hmm. small and i was stoned though so i was like am i tripping out or like <laughs> am really i actually there? see yeah am i am i seeing what i want to see <laughs> so <laughs> maybe a little bit um, of both. <laughs> yeah it could have been both um so it counts i count as you know i count that as like yeah. seeing them but i wanted to see them like full on like yeah like my head you, is yeah. in in space you know so did you do the blue lagoon I didn't do that because it was really touristy, and I'm not uh, really into the I touristy type of. What about yeah. any of the other hot springs? Hot springs. Um, there was. I mean, I could try to pronounce the hot spring <laughs> that I went to. You can't pronounce anything there. Um, but I did go to one that was just. I mean, it was just so beautiful. Um, and you had to take this long drive down this, basically through these mountains to get to it, and it was really cool. And then I met like these two Australians that were traveling and then we hung out with them. Me and my brother hung out with them for a bit. And then, um, then they went on their way and we never saw them again. I mean, that's one of the parts that I love about traveling is that you can run into people, have these experiences with them and then never see them again, but you'll always remember them and you always wish them well because they just impacted you in like 
you know, such a special way. Right. Yeah. They're just trying to help. I still wonder where they are. <laughs> yeah. So, never con- yeah. No Facebook. Never looked them up. No. Yeah. I mean, but that's cool. It's the cool thing about life, you know. But I did have this experience when I was in Iceland. I met this guy. My stop after Iceland was Copenhagen. Mm, okay. And I met this guy that um, was staying at this, the same hostel I was at. And he was like, hey, if you want to hang out, I'm from Copenhagen. Uh, just let me know. Here's my email. And I ended up throwing his email away, not because I didn't think he was cool, but I was at a point <laughs> where I was like, I don't want to have my experience planned. I want whatever is going to happen to happen. I just want to go with the flow of my journey. Right. And and I, so I was in Copenhagen and I was at this place called Christiana. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. No. Nope. Never heard of okay. You probably think it's really cool. So there's this little military bunker in the middle of Copenhagen that was just abandoned. And so all of these kind of like hippies and <laughs> anarchists moved into this old military base, I guess. And they sell weed there. You can't take pictures in there. You can't run because the dogs that are running around this place will chase after you. There are horses oh, inside. I mean, this is all in the middle of this beautiful, clean city where everybody's riding bikes. And do they pay to and live there? Like all the hippies? Like What was that? Do they pay to live there or they just took it over? I actually <laughs> don't know. It's like they just very... form their own civilization. Like yeah, that. <laughs> that's exactly what it's like. And yeah. it's kind of trippy. I mean, I love it. It's really cool because there's a place not as extreme like that in um, here in Washington. It's called Vashon Island, and I used to live there. And it's very similar, but, you know, they pay to live there. Yeah. And so I was hanging out at this place. I found a little weed, and then I was sitting. It's on a lake, too, which is really cool. I was sitting on this lake, and I was journaling, listening to music. And then I met this Italian artist to the left of me. I started talking to him. We were hanging out. And then I looked to the right of me, like, a few feet away, and it's the guy that I met in Iceland (laughs) sitting right next to me. And I was like, oh, my God, I know you. (laughs) And he was like, wow, this world is so small. And then we ended up hanging out and having, like, these amazing – like, smoking weed, having Mm -hmm. these amazing chats (laughs) about, like, the universe and, like, coincidences and not – things not being a coincidence and stuff. And it was a really trippy, cool experience. Like, okay, he was supposed to be a part of, you know, my journey, even just that that little bit, you know. Yeah, you love love when the universe does stuff like that. I know. And it happens every day too, just really on a smaller scale. But yeah, like you have to be open to it. That's the thing, though. Like yeah. we're so, I think so. So many of us are so just like we live in. Um, I, I think the we future. live. <laughs> yes, and we see life in black and white, and life is not black and white. I think life is very poetic and it's abstract and it's colorful and it's got this flow that we don't understand and shit happens and like oh my gosh I wasn't expecting that like all of these crazy things you know going on but we want to see things in black and white and we want to control things and so it's harder to see those small magical moments and like when the universe communicates with you because we're just so closed off to it yeah. but kids see it all the time because they're they don't have that they just haven't had those experiences to like mold their minds quite yet saying this is right and this is wrong and this is how you should think about life you know yeah right a lot of people are living in the past and then they're depressed and yes you're, you're living in the future you're anxious and you're just yeah. not living right now that's so so true yeah. and so i guess i'll go into like a little bit of 
my background because I never yeah. used to think that way. <laughs> yeah, let's hear so about what happened. All, yeah, how'd, okay. How did you, so, you become a modern-day um, self-proclaimed hippie? Okay, <laughs> so self-proclaimed, yes. <laughs> um, so uh, not last year, but the year before, around October, I sat with ayahuasca for the first time. I've done it several times, six, six times now, um, which is a lot. In a year? Uh, in a year? Think? Uh, I think in the span of a year, yes. So oh, it was, wow. yeah, it was a lot. And before that, I mean, I smoked weed. I had mushroom experiences. And the way that I am, though, with these plant medicines, I'm very respectful about it. I don't, I mean, I've done all, I mean, I've smoked, eaten, whatever, in party settings before, but never goes well yeah, i think because right. you're not respecting the plant and or you know you never do it on mushroom. The, doing it on the spur of the moment is not a no-go no yeah. no because your intentions aren't aligned and they really can be super healing especially mushrooms yeah it's therapy and so yeah and so i had done that before and and then i just everything kind of aligned for me to do ayahuasca i was in a career I didn't really like, I wasn't aligned with it anymore. And I think part of that too is like when you, when you eat shrooms, you feel that oneness, you feel like there's more, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. I was working in the fashion industry. I went to school for fashion. Although like when I originally started going to school, I was, sorry, hold on. My phone's getting blown up by notifications. No problem. <laughs> Yeah. Might happen again. Anyway, so um, I went to school for fashion design. Before that, my first year of college, I was actually doing pre med, and oh. then I realized I was I was going to school to be a pediatric oncologist, and then I realized my heart can't handle that. What is and a pediatric <laughs> oncologist? So you <clears throat> you work with kids that have cancer. Okay, gotcha. Which m- in most cases, like. You know, they don't end up surviving. And I was just like, my heart would literally break every day. Like, that would just be so hard for me. And then I ended up taking a class that was more creative. And I was like, actually, I think that I'm more of a creative person. So then I went to school for fashion design. And then I ended up freelancing as, uh, like, an on-set stylist for photo shoots with, like, Amazon and Nordstrom and Eddie Bauer and all these big companies in Seattle. And that was really fun for me. They started hiring in-house, and I ended up going into corporate, which I'm not – I would say I'm a good corporate person. I can play nice, but it's not in my nature to be – I don't like that kind of routine. It's not for me. But I did it because everybody does it. And so – That's the game. It's it's what's normal, right? Um, So I ended up going into corporate, and I was there for a few years trying to climb up the ladder – but I wasn't doing anything creative anymore. And I just, what were you doing? I lost, um, I was working with vendors to get samples of product to be shot and sent to studios. <clears throat> so no fun. at that time I was also watching a lot of documentaries about m- minimalism and like yeah. pollution. And I was like, cool. I'm like really contributing to that. Cause the fashion industry is one of the, it right next to oil and gas. I think it's the, they're like the top two polluting industries. Wow. And not to mention, like, the culture of the fashion industry and what it sells is I just don't – I can't get behind it. 
it's not realistic and it's just not really healthy for how we we view ourselves yeah it's not aligned with what you oh my no exactly and so I was just like cool so I'm like in something that I just cannot get behind and then at the time I was also engaged to this guy that I was with for eight years he and I are still really good friends but there was just a lot going on so then I sat with ayahuasca and oh my god what what got you to what got you to the point where you're like I'm going to wherever you went did you go to Peru you know I think the way I think it works out is it's just got a special energy to it. Like before I, I had heard about it and I had the opportunity to sit with it, I just wasn't feeling it. And I was like, first of all, I'm a control freak and I feel like I would lose my shit if I did that. People I was feel, watching all these documentaries and stuff. People feel that with shrooms too, though. You know, I guess. Yeah, that's true. I've actually that. felt that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, but I that's actually a different microdosed level. yesterday when I was in a yoga class and I had a moment where I was like, oh my God, this is like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but it actually ended up being a really good experience. So, I, um, I know people just throw it in their tea a little bit, you know. That's the way. Yeah. I would do it every morning. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a little micro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and I know some people that do it too and I'm like, hell yeah. There have been times though where I'm like, this even if it's just a few that I eat and it just ends up being a little too strong. It, you just, it's unpredictable. So yeah. it can be a little, a little bit of a gamble. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, so I had the opportunity to come up again and I was just like, I feel kind of lost. I felt lost and I felt, I just didn't really feel alive. I felt like I was just working, coming home, getting ready for the next day, working, coming home, getting ready for the next day. I didn't have hobbies anymore. I wasn't really happy. I didn't have community. I was just kind of existing is what it felt like. Yeah. And so most people just ignore that, you know, I know. And and that's why we're all on antidepressants and and (laughs) not very happy drinking, drinking and yeah, numbing out. So yeah, I ended up sitting with it, and it was the wildest ride I have ever been on, and it is one of those things where you get on that ride, and there's no getting off for, like, eight hours. It is yeah. insane. I don't know if you guys – it sounds like you guys maybe have not nope. experienced that. No, not that. I've done some. Okay. I've pretty much everything else, but – yeah. yeah. So if you get the opportunity, I always tell people, if you get the opportunity and you're really looking to, like, heal – huge parts of you because we all experience trauma yeah we all have these things that we hold on to subconsciously from our childhood and just things that we've experienced when we were younger we hold on to and we don't realize that it's there and so what ayahuasca does you just get a down basically you get i'm gonna sound like a crazy person so bear with me (laughs) you get a download from the universe or source or whatever that's just like this is what you need like it accelerates your soul it accelerates your soul and then you're when you come out of it you're like great I'm here but I see where I should be that's where I'm going to be happier that's more authentic for me that's more in alignment with like my purpose or what I want to do or like my existence in this whole experience and so that basically happened to me I think it did you go into it with questions that you had wanted answers or like you just went in to, um, with the intention? I think I was yeah. open. I, w- I think I was just like, I don't I didn't know what to expect, but How long I was ago just was open this? to it. Yeah, this was like a year and a half ago. And you've done everything else before this already. Yeah. 
I had only taken shrooms and cannabis. I'm very like natural in like what I choose to do. Oh yeah. Although I will say I'm very open to acid. Yeah, so, I was just gonna um, say never tried. Yeah, that. no, but I'm I'm open to it. <laughs> That's well, like the one thing that I'm like, okay, I can get behind that. Yeah, the very um, the very base of it is a fungi. And then it's just right. a lot of other stuff in there. <laughs> and I've just heard, and I've just heard, like, I've heard of people having really beautiful experiences with it. Oh, yeah. Me, um, for sure. Me, I have. For yeah. Sure. Um, so, um, yeah, so my first experience with it, with Aya was actually really beautiful. And I'm really thankful for that because it is a roller coaster. It'll have really high highs where you're just feeling bliss and this oneness and connected to everybody and everything. And there was one time I literally heard ohm, like I heard the vibration. Uh, yeah, the ohm. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh my god, there it is. It, it's real. It is right there. <laughs> like that is the sound of the universe. You know. Were you throwing and up? Like and, oh yeah yeah I threw Good up time. at the very end because I was like really whole because I have this fear of throwing up it's a control thing I'm just like no I don't want to yeah and so that was like I went so nervous because I was like I don't want to throw up I don't want to shit my pants like I really don't want any of that to happen to me so I was like really just focusing on not know. letting that happen like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's good it's a good thing because when you purge you're letting go of shit you that does not serve you well anymore and it's good and it like it actually like feels good afterwards because you're like cool i don't whatever that was i don't need it you know yeah for sure. so at the very end is when i i threw up like <laughs> at the very very end of the ceremony uh but there have been times where like i have had to ask whatever the energy is please stop. I don't think there's any more in me. And it's coming from like the gut of your soul. Like it is crazy. I can't imagine um, it. Yeah. But one of the first, first experiences that I had with it, like one of the first things that it showed me was, you know, I saw like tissues and stuff around the ceremonial space and I was like, Oh, that's, I, I'm assuming that's for like when you throw up and you can wipe your face. Yeah. But you actually end up crying, crying a lot. Uh, yeah. I was thinking Yeah. That. I've seen that. That's like a whole other way of purging, you know? And now I have such a deep appreciation for, for crying. Like, yeah. if I feel it, I'm going to do it. And there's no holding back. And I really <laughs> feel it now. But I do the same thing. I cry. Do I, you? I teared up the other day watching Dodgeball. <laughs> Oh my god! How the hell do you manage that? (laughs) Oh my god! All right, do you know? You're like, where is this coming from? Why am I crying? Yeah, I know the movie. Yeah, I was watching. It's so good. (laughs) There must have been something else going on for you. I don't even know. I just, I was just like letting it happen. I'm like, why'd you hit him with the ball? (laughs) No, yo, that was basically at the end of the movie. uh, Ben Stiller hits the girl in the face, (laughs) like after she's already out, and and um. Vince Vaughn like helps her up and like I'm like oh that's love right there <laughs> like, I'm, and you started crying like I teared for a second and I just started laughing I'm like what am I doing this is so funny and I just oh, like, I you love know. movies have gotten You're to feeling me before the love. yeah just get in yeah. there empathy you know uh, yes empathy <laughs> empathy is so uh I love empathy yeah yeah so one of the first things that I felt music is a big component of it there there's just like this beautiful song and i was sitting up it kind of has this like snake like flow with your body i mean it's similar to like mushrooms you kind of feel the wave of it you know yeah. it's like a 
I don't know. It's hard to explain, but you know, I was sitting up, which was surprising because most of the time I'm like, I'm fucking laying down. I feel like I'm dying. Like if I have to use the bathroom, I'm going to try not to just because you just feel sick. You feel sick. And that's, I mean, we're all sick in some way, right? Like we're just trying to heal ourselves from like soul sickness, emotional sickness, all of the sicknesses that we have. Conditioning. That's why people say dis-ease. We all have disease. And so one of the first things that it had shown me and I was just bawling, oh my God, was I, I felt so much sadness for how long and how much I had picked on myself and everybody does it, right? Everybody compares themselves, picks on themselves. I don't like this about me. I don't like this about me. And I like felt and experienced something in me that was just like, but you're a perfect being. This is like, you're, you're this way for a reason. You know, why would you? You're it. Yeah. You're God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I mean, I really felt that. And I was just like, wow, like how much like pain that I caused myself. Like I only did that to myself. Nobody did it to me. Yeah. And, and then after that, like that, I've never felt. I've never really picked on myself the same way. Like I had done, I had a little bit of social anxiety. Like it was really hard to make eye contact with people. And you know, it was just things that I experienced from my childhood and trauma and stuff. But after like having that, that download, that experience, like I just have felt so differently about myself. I really appreciate myself and the self love, like, you know, it's a daily practice I think for people, but I felt something in me that uh, makes it a lot easier. I think to have that appreciation for myself yeah, and then self another self-love is the most important love oh my god yeah because if you're if you don't love yourself it's really hard to love everything around you you have to love yourself first before you can really be like i'm not saying you can't be like a good member of society but like <laughs> i think because i have so much self more self-love for myself now than i ever have before my capacity to love for other people is so great yeah um, I, I could. It's it's funny how social media is because it feels like I know you, even though like I've never met you. But mm. it's like I see how much you love everyone and how you ask everyone to contact you with like their story and stuff. So I really mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, it's thank awesome. you, thank you so much. That really means a lot to me. Yeah. I um, it. I feel that. Thank you. Good. Um. Yeah, so, and then the, the second part, I was like, God, I'm just crying so much. <laughs> but it felt so good, the second part of what I felt. like. Are your eyes closed? I, um, when that happened? I don't know, for most of it, or? Uh, no, oh my God. Sometimes they're, like, wide open. Sometimes they're closed. Sometimes they're shaking. Oh, my God. That's why um, you need someone watching you, right? Yes, oh my God, you need someone. Like, there are so much fucking energy and that whole experience like it's really i think it'd be really easy for negative energy like negative spirits and energies to kind of come and fuck with you right. so you need to have someone that like knows how to hold space because i they... can totally feel and see like a shaman or yeah. you know someone that's worked with the medicine before um yeah like you, you you can't just like did you go oh to my God. south america like where did you get to it yes yeah, so what's the scene, Set um, the scene. i will not say oh. i will not say because you know it's still not okay um but a lot of people will i've i've 
talked to people that have gone to the Amazon to do it with shamans and stuff. Yeah. Um, some, I know some people that have done it in LA. I know some people that have done it in Oregon. Cause there's actually a church in, I think Portland where it's the Santo Daime church. So it's actually under, it's a Catholic, a group that does this stuff. Sorry. Um, and so it's legal there because it's part of their religion. I've heard of this actually. When yeah, it was on Rogan's sure podcast. Yeah, there's like, yeah, like if you make a church about like something like that, it's Maybe legal to be used. My, yeah. Well, there's start a weed my own church. Religion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a church of weed right in L.A. I think or is somewhere there? In yeah, probably. They go <laughs> well, to. I like I saw that. It was in a documentary. Well, I heard. Oh, you, I didn't know about that. I saw your. They qu- baptize you with a bong. Yeah, <laughs> bong water. <laughs> that's a religion I can get behind. Yeah, that's a real one. They the plant is like the symbol, like where the cross oh, would be. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I heard. So well, you're quitting for a while, right? I saw. I I'm gonna have a month of I'm gonna do, and I'm probably some followers of mine are like really into this idea of having a month of not having substances in your system because I'm in this place and I think it's because of the psychedelics that I've done. I meditate every day and just, you know, I've had soul retrievals. I do Kundalini yoga. Like I'm just (laughs) on a freaking spiritual path right now. And I, my, one of my shamans and my astrologists, I mean, a lot of healers that I've worked with have told me like your purpose here is to be a healer. And it's been such a mind fuck for me because I'm like okay but I'm creative so like how do I do this you know right, yeah and so I can feel it like I'm I have some intuitive senses that are starting to like like I've freaked myself out a few times and I'm like I don't want that I don't I don't want to know like more than I should right now and so I'm in this place where what do you mean what do you mean no more than you should well like okay so I've had these like it's happened two times to me. There was one time I was at a restaurant and the waitress asked to see my ID. And before I even reached into my wallet, I was like, okay, it's not in there. There was no reason for that thought to even come into my mind because I always have it in there. Mm-hmm. And I opened it up and it wasn't in there. I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Same week, a few days later, this elevator was coming up to my floor. Similar kind of like, why would I even be thinking this? I said in my head, I heard some whatever my subconscious saying there's a dog in there there's a dog in the elevator the elevator came up to my floor it opened and there was a dog and an owner in there and i was like okay, it's really <laughs> fucking creepy and i was just like i don't want this <laughs> i don't want this right now you know it just kind of freaked me out and then i mean i've just had so many strange things happen to me since i've just done all this spiritual work i've just dove right in right after the aya and I mean, I've had weird things with, like, animals and plants and stuff. And, I mean, it's really cool because that is part of that oneness. And I think we're all capable of having, like, a really strong intuition. It's basically our sixth sense. And it's the energy that, you know, we're all connected to. But it's also we have to be we have to be open to it. And I think we also have to constantly be in a high vibrational place, you know. Otherwise, it's kind of hard to tap into. That's your third eye, right? Yeah. That's what you're oh, doing. Yeah. You're tapping in. Yeah. Exactly. So it's you don't really want weird for me. People want I mean, that. it freaked me out. I'm you know, I'm kinda I'm a little bit of a control freak and I was like, Well, I don't wanna know stuff before it happens or like whatever, you know. Well that's the <laughs> ultimate control though. That is true, you know. Yeah, then you got it. But I've also like had a really there's been certain situations like for me recently where like 
especially when my heart is involved and my intuition is telling me that's not what's in your highest good right now. I'm like, no, fuck that. This is what I want. And then it just keeps coming up. So like, I, I'm just really learning that I need to listen to my intuition right now. You have an example. And I need to be. You have an example of that. Where that. Um. Just like with people and like certain people in my life where it's like this person may not be healthy for you or this may not be a good friendship. And I'm like, no, but I've known them for so long. And, Uh, you know, I'm really wanting to hold on to that. And I can feel it in my being. I mean, that's just your intuition saying this is not good for you. You're spending more energy on this person when it could be spent, you know, on doing other things. So what do you do? Because I have the same exact situation. I'm like, oh, do you cut them off completely? Do you? Oh God! If you've known him for like fifteen plus years, like what do you do? Yeah, that's really hard. It's really hard because my I have like I feel like I have the biggest squishiest heart, and so for (laughs) me it's it's really challenging, and it's something that I'm learning to do is like protect my energy because there are energy vampires. There are people Mm -hmm. that whether you've known them forever or like a few days. I don't know it. You can Some tell. people can, you can tell. Like if you're more energetically sensitive, you're like, oh my God, you just need other people's energy because they don't know how to do that themselves. They haven't learned that, you know? Yeah, create their own. And so, and just like where I'm at, I'm already so energetic. I'm in a place right now where I'm so energetically sensitive. That's probably why I don't like the fair, like right across <laughs> the street from me. Um, what if you just went out and walked through the fair? Maybe you'd like yeah. it. What if oh, everyone's I real that. cool? I didn't like it. No? I didn't like it. What's no, the fair it's for? Just, uh, what's it like? Why is it happening? Yeah. It's just a, like a, a yearly neighborhood fair. Oh. I didn't know that that was going to happen <laughs> when I moved in here. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm moving to a different neighborhood soon anyways. But nice. uh, yeah, so I've like, there are people that I come into contact with where I'm just like, there, there was this one girl that one of my friends was dating and we had, I'm so like open to everybody. I love all different types of people. I just like, I, I love everybody. What's your sign? And I'm Aries. Okay. I'm so, an Aries. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I'm also just outgoing and, but I'm introvert, extrovert. Like I, I need to just fill myself back up before I can like start uh, being energetically like involved with other people, if that makes right. sense. Because yeah, I yeah. give so much of my energy. Um, and I also think that's like a healer type of thing to deal with. And so there is this one girl that I met that my friend was dating. And so I met her at dinner and I immediately I was like, I don't like her energy. Oh, my God. And I couldn't say anything to him because I didn't know him that well. But um, the person that I was with at the time, I told him, I was like, I really don't like her energy. There's something really dark about her. I was like, and I was like, you know, I like everybody. So like, I don't want to feel like a bitch saying that, but like, there's something wrong. And then it turns out that like, she was just terrible to him. Like just lied about a ton of stuff, just super dark and secure. Like she had a darkness in herself that I think she was dealing with, but I felt it so strong. And, and yeah. you know, he'd even asked like, do you want to hang out again? And I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Like I can't, you know? You get those feelings so, about people sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Like you could tell if someone's like something up with them. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. What, well, s- my thing is like if I feel that like I of course I feel like all right I don't like this guy, yeah. but yeah. If then I 
think the other way, like while I'm still there, like dissecting this person, I think, um, what if I lived my life as this person and I went through the exact same stuff that they went through and lived the same exact life? Maybe I would be the same exact way. So here's the the thing. How can I be mad at them and like judge them and the most important thing? Because they've had a totally different experience. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I thought about that too because. She had a little, she had a little crazy, but the thing is, we all do. I, oh yeah. And I actually was her. I was her, mm, I want to say like nine, 10 years ago, I was, my parents had gotten divorced my senior year of high school and I got into this terribly abusive relationship and I was just really lost. And then I think that was the most lost I'd ever been when you're that young your family splits up and then you kind of transfer your stability into somebody else, but not a healthy person. Yeah. And I was just like, I would drink a lot. I would black out. Mm. I would yell at people. Like I was a hot mess. And I look back now and I'm like, that was funny, but that was also really sad. So now when I come, when I encounter people like that, like her, like I was like, Oh my gosh, I've been her. But like, I, chose to do therapy and yoga and I took responsibility for my own experiences this person didn't and that was really hard because it's like can't say anything you know that's their that's their path that they need to like go through these experiences maybe next year she'll be you now you know like maybe i don't know it took me a lot of work (laughs) she could oh my god she might go to peru tomorrow no, oh, I hope so. I really hope so. I just, I feel so bad when people like have shit like that where I like, I feel it. I feel it and I want to like help them, but I also can't be responsible for it. And that's another thing that I'm learning is like other people's shit, other people's energy is not my energy. Like I can't take that, you know? Yeah. Well, you're a healer. So yeah. Yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I have another friend that, you know, she'll only get a hold of me when she just needs to feel like she has good friendships. Like I think a lot of her other friendships are very on the surface mm-hmm. and I've always been there for her, but I can tell when she comes to me when she needs something. And so I've just really distanced myself as far as contact and even like I just don't get a hold of this person anymore because it's really I just can't be in relationships like that anymore. It's not healthy for me. And, you know, I've communicated that, not like to that extent, but I've said, this is the kind of friendship I want. If you want to have that kind of friendship too, then like, let's do it. Otherwise I'm reeling my energy in and back, you know, you said that to her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I said, I want to, (laughs) I mean, I'd rather be straightforward. I mean, that's an Aries thing too, right? Yeah. 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 My sister's Um, the same. (laughs) (laughs) But what Um, what did she say? Uh, Um, all right, I guess she said, Oh, I totally understand. And then she was good about it for a week. She was like, Hey, let's hang out. And then how are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. Never hung out. And then my last, my last, last time reaching out to her was my birthday this year. And I was like, Hey, I'm going to have this thing at this bar or whatever. Would you like to come? And she said, yeah, I'll show up with this guy that I'm dating. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I never heard from her. I texted her. I was like, Hey, where are you? Mm. Ne- not even like a, Hey, I can't make it. Right. She cut just, you like, off. Like I heard from her like a few days later and I was just like, I just don't have time for this. I just don't, you, you know, that? I, there's, 
I didn't didn't say that. I just didn't. After that, I was like, I already kind of gave her a warning, you know, like I can't (laughs) spend any more. I can't spend any more energy even explaining this. You know, if you don't get it, you don't get it. Yeah. And it's not it's also not my job to like hold somebody's hand through being, you know, teaching them how to be a good friend. That's like stuff that they need to learn on their own. And that means that they might also lose really good friendships along the way. And that doesn't mean it's over forever. You know, that's how I know it it. doesn't. Yeah. And I keep I keep things open. You know, it's just right now I'm like I'm learning that I cut people off. I have to just leave it it because people can change. Right. Like people can go on their own path of figuring that out and you know you just have to realize like this is not my responsibility this is their path and their journey and they're because this is kind of going on in their life and the way that they want to interact with other people I'm sure there are lessons that they're learning that they don't even realize yet you know yeah 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 and usually it does either you don't but yeah you're stoic yeah but I'll just you guys are so good (laughs) what do you mean I'm just, I'm just really, I, that's just like, I realized that about myself that I'm really easy to do that. I like, like with a knife will cut off that oh. energetic. Yeah. What do you mean? Cut what off? Like cut off the energy between me and another person. Oh, And it's yeah. really easy for me sometimes. I mean, oh. unless I've like mm-hmm. been in a relationship with them for a really long time and that's different. But if it's someone that I'm not that emotionally tied to then i'm just like all right that's it i've given you i've given you the opportunity and i just have to do that and then it doesn't mean like you guys said it doesn't mean that like you can't ever go back to it it's just it's just what works for me right now and you kind of have to do what like works for you and how you feel other people's energy and like what drains you for me yeah things like that are really draining they just suck the life out of me and so i have to be really sensitive to that are you, you know. into stoicism at all? Do you know about it? No. Tell me. I feel like you would like it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah? We, yeah, because it's actually a lot about letting go of control. Yeah. And it's about living in the president. Uh, the president. The president. <laughs> living with the president. <laughs> and with the president, though. Mm. But it's about letting go of control. Knowing you, like, if you can't physically change, like, if something's going wrong in your life and you can't do something physically to change it, you yeah. could just put in like, all right, what's a good example? All right, car accident. Your yeah. car is fucked, right? Yeah. You can't really change the fact your car is fucked up now. All you can do is get yeah. it repaired, deal with the insurance, and that's it. You can't yeah. worry about the fact your car was in an accident the next day and all that shit. Or that you have yeah. to go do all this stuff. Yeah, it's just and... what it, it is what it is. It happened. Yeah. Let's move on. What can you learn from it? Learn whatever you can learn from it. And apply. Move on. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And then. And not dwell on the fact your car got fucked. Yeah, this guy, yeah. Marcus Aurelius, you ever hear of him? No. He's a old Roman emperor. He was actually I'm looking yeah. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Marcus Aurelius was Marcus the Aurelius. Ph- yeah. like the philosopher king back in the day. And like that's what a lot of philosophers say the best kind of leader is like a philosopher. Mm. We have okay. uh, he has this book called Meditations if you yeah. just read if you read that book. Really? It, okay. It's ba- Actually, I'm going to look this up. It's his journal. Like, yeah. he was really ahead of his time. So uh, He didn't mean yeah. for it to be a book. Yeah, he was just writing down, like, his thoughts. Like <laughs> he his didn't philosophy. mean to get yeah. famous for his, <laughs> his well, yeah. amazing ideas. Well, this never came out until, like, present time. But yeah. it was just his journal. So he followed Stoicism himself because it was before him, too. And then he became a philosopher in Stoicism. And he was just writing down, like, 
lessons to himself. Like, this is what happened today. What happened? How can I learn from it? All right. Get it down mm. on paper. Move mm-hmm. on. Yeah, you got to put it all down yeah. on paper. Everything. That's the I love that. Out. Yeah. Yeah, meditation. I'm going to look that Williams. up. Yeah, you'll love it. It's good stuff. One of the things. It says, practice misfortune. Train perception yep. to avoid good and bad. Remember, it's all ephemeral. Wait, what? <laughs> ephemeral? Yeah. I don't know what that means. That's a good word. I know practice it misfortune. That's a big word. Yeah, that's a good one. Practice yeah. misfortune <laughs> is, uh, what's his name? So there was Marcus Aurelius, and then there was this other guy, Seneca. Yeah. And Seneca would live one month out of the year, like, with nothing. Like, yeah. with the bare necessities of what he needs. And that's how Oh, he, I love yeah. that. And then that's how he would practice misfortune. It's like, yeah. this is the worst it could get. And that's okay because I'm used to it now. I'm yeah. practicing. That's such yeah. a um, just like Buddha and all of these just amazing people that have really just I guess they figured it out. All these yeah. amazing, yeah, all these amazing. Teachings. Yeah, the fact They're, this philosophy is still going on, like these yeah. such Buddhism is still going on, shit like that. And it's all about minimalism, right? That's yeah. what it is. Seneca is the ultimate yep. like minimalist yeah. before it was before cool. Before it was even a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like he was, was cool. a yeah. big part of the Roman Empire when he was around and he still lived like the s- slaves and like the poor people lived mm-hmm. just to know that this is this is how it is and it can't get worse than this. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. The ultimate. Yeah, it says something about uh and then, take uh, a little food wear your worst clothes yep. get away from the comfort of your home and bed put yourself face to face with want he said you'll ask yourself is this what i used to dread yep that's it that's the whole point of it think about misfortune i love that um that actually so okay so i'm gonna rewind just a little bit back to my backpacking <laughs> yeah. trip i go off on tangents copenhagen. like no other copenhagen Yep, so, that's where we left off. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So Copenhagen happened. I went to Rathenau after that, which is did I go to Rathenau? Yes, that? I did. It's in Germany. Okay. And I was doing a work away at a holistic wellness center, um, where they do Kundalini yoga. I was eating vegetarian, um, and restoring this old Prussian officer house. Mm. And the guy that owned the place was this crazy German architect and his wife is a Mexican shaman and they're into numerology and stuff like that. And because I was engaged at the time, this guy started giving me advice to not get married. (laughs) It just got a little weird for me. And I was there for four days. I was supposed to be there for three weeks. And for me, I was just like, this fucking sucks. Like this is the part of the trip where I was going to do the most growth, you know, at a holistic wellness center, meditating and eating vegetarian. Yeah, Anyways, then, I ended up then he gives leaving. You dating advice. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. I was like, dude, no. And you then we got into an a... argument because I was just like, you can't, like, you cannot tell me what to do. Like, this is a, a program. And he's like, well, I can basically tell you whatever I want as long as you're here. I was like, no, I'm leaving. And what was so <laughs> what was so awkward about it? I was like, fuck this. He's I'm secretly leaving. a creep. Yeah. What was that? Said so he's secretly a creep. <laughs> oh That's oh yeah job. there were i mean there were other <laughs> stories too there were other stories that i heard that just made me kind of like okay i'm not sure about this oh, so i was like okay i'm leaving and so what's really like this is kind of funny so the day that i got into an argument with him and i was like i'm putting my foot down i'm leaving i'm not staying here i had a load of laundry 
in the washer and this place was so like the uh, electricity would go on and off in this place what just because that? it was so old and they were still working on it yeah. it took me a full day to wash one load of laundry so i was like well can i stay here for the night <laughs> I, don't, I have clothes in the the washer of course so you I was like kinda, yeah, yeah i was like kind of awkward um and then I left the next morning and went to Berlin and Berlin was just so party party. And at that point I was just like, what the fuck just happened? I just like want to be in a quiet place. I was yeah. like ready to be in this like very spiritual, holistic space, you know? Yeah. You had this picture in your mind of what you're going to yeah. experience. And then never yeah. Never happened so then, like that. No. Oh my God. I should, I should have known better. Yeah. Um, and then I went to Prague and Prague was cool. I went to Budapest. Budapest is cool. And nice. then I went to London I hated London. It was really? just rainy and yeah. dark. Yeah. Um, and then. Well, you're already came... in that low vibe. Like, oh, I'm not going to see anything I want to see. I was just there. starting to get really tired and I wanted my personal space. And I mean, it was just, I, people don't talk about it enough on like their travel blogs, but you're tired. Like you don't have these, like, let's just like Netflix and chill on the weekend. It's like, no, I only have a certain amount of time. I'm not going to stay in the hostel. Yeah. So you're out doing things all the time, dealing with time differences. You're getting on buses and trains and you're walking around with your back. If you're doing it, backpacking, backpacking, you're carrying shit on your back. <laughs> and you know trying like if you're by yourself trying to protect yourself like making plans and stuff i mean it can be really exhausting you're processing a lot too and so i so london was london, my last yeah. stop i was home for a week and then i met with my ex-fiance and he he was doing a sabbatical around the same time so i met with him in bali i was there nice. for Jesus. a little while and then i I got food poisoning there were you and then... were you blogging this whole time were you... no i should have been oh <laughs> how long i is should this... have been jesus i was gone from mar mid-march to like early june total all right that's pretty good yeah i was home like for a week to basically like change out my clothes for like warmer weather oh wow you were moving then you were i was moving, moving. Yeah. yeah and he and i were having issues in our relationship and that's one of the reasons why i joined him in a sabbatical and we i mean i always traveled everywhere with him i mean my we would go to like belize and thailand and mexico i mean we're both wanderlusters and <laughs> so i we were in bali and then we went to seoul which seoul was like Amazing! I love really? Seoul. What is Seoul? Is that South Korea? I don't even know where that is. South oh, Korea. Yeah. Right. Oh wow. Yeah. That was the yeah. best one. Um, one of, of I just the love the food there, and I'm such a visual person that like they had they're so into branding there, like the concept that they have for stores and the branding is just so perfect. Right. It's I I'm just such a visual person, that's why I really loved it, and the food is just like, I mean, it's really good there. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, um, I guess you're not vegetarian now. I am not vegetarian. I'd like to be, but I have tummy issues that make it really hard for me to figure out what I can and can't eat. And right. it's been like that for a while now. Well, like well a, you know, everybody's got some sort of gut issue. What do you have? Like, um, a, like what? Celiac? No, so I ate a lot of meat when I was in Seoul. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> was it yeah. Korean barbecues? Oh, it's Korean barbecue, like left and right. It's amazing. Nice. Best food I've ever had. And then I was back, and we were living on that island I was telling you about that's very similar to Christiana. It's 
basically a hippie island where there's little farm stands everywhere. It's really small. Uh, we had like an apple tree in our backyard. Um, are you guys still there? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we're sorry. Listening. It's like I'm so quiet. It's like kind of freaking out. No, it's um, good. We're listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, this place is just really amazing. And then they have this little... Uh, this is like my favorite part about this place. They have this spiritual like bookstore. There's crystals and they do sound baths and they have this bookstore there where you can just come in, get whatever books you want and leave and they trust you to bring it back. You don't have to do anything. (laughs) Like you can have a book for a year if you want. And it's like astrology, self-help, crystals. They have something like that. What do they have? On the boardwalks, just like a case with just books in it. Well, it's not a store, but like you bring one and take one like that. Yeah. Oh, that's and cool. Oh, like I love filled. it. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's on the yeah. bar, Long Beach Boardwalk in New York. Oh, that's, that's really awesome. cool. Yeah, Spread the word. So I was, Just so you know. I was in this, this place for most of last summer, and I wasn't really working because I just felt so lost. Like, I thought when I got back, like, I would maybe have a job figured out. It wasn't really working out for me to go back, which I think that was perfect because I just couldn't take steps back at that point mm-hmm. and me and him were trying to figure out a relationship he was growing and changing a lot we were both trying to do it at the same time and it, there was just so much friction going on yeah. what's the timeline so I ended up, what's the timeline how old are you at this point? uh so last year I was 27 okay. and so we had gotten back in June and then I moved out in September into my own place um on the mainland which is Seattle um because <laughs> you have to take a ferry to get to this place yeah, like Hawaii like the mainland Seattle <laughs> yeah I know um I like and Seattle. I just ended up moving into this really small almost almost 300 square foot apartment and I mean almost. it was almost I know and it's expensive here and it was one of the best things that happened to me though because when I I had gotten so attached to things when I was working in the fashion industry and consuming because it was just such a normal part of my work that it actually gave me anxiety. And I like, cause I couldn't pinpoint like why I wanted to buy so much stuff all the time. Like I was feeling a void of something, probably like that lack of inspiration, not knowing my life's purpose, all of that type of stuff that was going on for me. I was trying to fill it with things. Yeah. You weren't fulfilled and you felt it. You knew it. Yes. And so when I came back from my travels and I opened up my closet, I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting rid of everything. (laughs) (laughs) And I just just got like rid of like five boxes full of clothes. I was and I was like, I'm not selling it. I'm just going to give it to people. And it's like really cool coats. Like I was so very fashionable at that point in time. And And now I'm like, you gave it all away. T shirt. I gave it all away. Wow. Yeah, awesome. I gave it all away. And it actually ended up being a really beautiful experience because do you guys have you heard of buy nothing? No. No, what's that? So I don't know if they have it in other states or what, but there's a community here in Seattle and it's called Buy Nothing. So people make these Facebook groups where you can give or you can ask. And it's for things that people are like trying to get rid of or, you know, whatever. And so I posted on buy nothing. I said, give, I have all of this stuff from when I was in fashion and I just don't want it anymore. If someone could just take it off my hands today, that would be great. Come get all the boxes. Oh, wow. So this one girl had strep throat and she was like, it would really make me feel good if, you know, I I got all this stuff. My boyfriend will come pick it up. 
So she got it. And then all of these other people were messaging me saying, hey, I really, you know, need this stuff. We're like having a hard time with money. I want to get my girlfriend something nice. And so what she ended up doing was giving all of these people that, so she, whatever she didn't want, she gave to all of these people. So all of my things were like spread to all of these different people that needed it. And this one woman had messaged me and she's like, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you giving this stuff to me, different person that ended up getting some of the stuff. She's like, I really want to tell you how much I appreciate this. Cause I'm having a really hard time with money right now. And your style, like it's so perfect. And the size is so perfect. I'm just super, super grateful. And I was, when I read that message, I was in the cab on my way to New York to visit one of my friends. And I was crying in the back of the cab because it was such an emotional experience oh, for yeah. me just getting rid of all of this stuff. And I had guilt attached to it too. Like, having bought so much stuff that I wasn't using and like it polluting and what the you know the energy that went into like something that I just didn't appreciate you know and so to have that returned to me in such a a beautiful way like kind of eased that a little bit so I was just this person crying in the back of the cab for donating (laughs) clothes this guy like what's going on back there I know I'm like don't worry about it (laughs) it's just basic so you've been to New Um, York you said You've been all over. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I love to travel. Um, so I was in New York a few months ago visiting one of my girlfriends and it was so much fun. Like I barely slept. I had, I had a great time and I thought, you know, I could live in New York, but after being there, I was, it took me like a good few weeks to get myself back to normal. Cause I, the last time I was there was maybe five years ago and I was just in a different place in my life. Now that I'm more energetically sensitive and just, wanting to be more in nature new york was a little harder on me physically than it was before the whole vibe of manhattan and new york city isn't for me it's like it's so yeah it's like an anxious like you feel everyone like has yeah there's like a really strong intense buzz there yeah i have to do something Um, i gotta do it now it's more important than what you're doing and they (laughs) like the yeah and then like people don't like go to bed until like three so i was going to bed at three every night and i'd wake up at like 11 or 12 and that's really hard for me because I go to bed at like 9 30 and I wake up at 5 5 30 to meditate and work out and it wasn't like my whole it just fucked me up like in so many ways yeah. um, threw you off yeah so um yeah so I did my whole backpacking thing came back was living on Vashon moved and then um I got a job doing social media and PR which was really great um, which it's helped me. I was freelancing doing that a little bit last year. So then I w- it was easier for me to get a job full time doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's completely out of the fashion industry. And that's what I'm doing right now. Um, freelance? And then I'm going to get freelance. What was that? You're still freelancing, you said? I'm not. Oh, well, kind of. I'm I just uh, signed my first cannabis client for social media work. Nice. Oh, like, a, yeah, to do what? Like make their website and stuff? Uh, to manage their social media channels. There might be a few events uh, going on. So I'm really wanting to do more because, you know, I, I love the plant medicine. So I'm really right. wanting to do more work in that right now while it's still growing in Seattle. And I'm going to get certified in Kundalini Yoga this fall and hopefully be able to incorporate all of that into one experience. Yeah, you should. So, you should vlog everything and 
write as much as you can. I know. I'm so bad at it. I'm trying to get better at it. I I had this whole thing when I first started my blog and my Instagram account where I was just like, you know, I was kind of fighting with my ego a little bit where I was like, oh, I don't want this to be like the Tiffany show. And, <laughs> and you know, there's just so much like it is. So much... It is all ego, though, when you're recording yourself. I mean, it, you have that's to just, true. At that point, I it's, know it's just is. And you have to just like, all yeah, right, you just got to go over it. You... Just be with it. Yeah. I know. And my this is the times we live in. And if I'm going to make money like this, I'll deal with it. <laughs> I'll I'll deal with it I guess. And there's yeah. own... and my astrologist said too. She's like Tiffany, you could use a little more ego. That's in your sign. That's what makes you like a leader and like do all these things that are so different. I'm like I know, but like I want to do it more from my heart. And I am like when I think about what I'm doing, I constantly remind myself like, am I posting this for other people? Am I doing it for me? And I think it's a mixture of both because it's mm-hmm. you know my experience, my journey. But I'm also wanting it to help other people. I'm yeah. also wanting it to touch other people. That's and what so I was say. Yeah. the only way you're yeah. gonna get a message across is you gotta have come off genuine. Yeah. 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 And oh my gosh, I'll tell you guys, like I've run into some people that have worked with plant medicines and I I'm sure you saw my video the other day about male energy. I'm not sure. Maybe you have. No, I have but it I in my a... I have that in my notes, like I was gonna ask masculine versus feminine energy. This is number one. Oh, so I had interacted. Oh my gosh, I don't want him to like listen to this podcast. (laughs) But (laughs) I had interacted with somebody the other day, and I'm honest. I'll be honest because there's so much dishonesty in this world that that's another thing that I'm trying to do is be very transparent and honest because there's so much shit, you know, fake news, whatever, whatever. You're an Aries. I'm sure you're always straight up. I try to be. Yeah. And I think it's it can be hard for people. Um, Yeah. But the truth shall set you set you free. Isn't that what they say? Um, so there was this person that I had interacted with, and this was actually I was kind of reflecting on it. I was like, how did I, how did I end up like connecting with this person and having this experience with them? Because it was so jarring for me, and I think it was a learning lesson for both of us. So I had met this person that had had similar experiences with the plant medicines. And usually when I encounter people like that, I have this whole mindset where I'm like, well, they must be like open and enlightened and like they can feel the oneness and like be living from their heart because that's what I experienced, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, it's not, not everyone's like that. I, I know and what you're not saying. Yeah. <laughs> everybody is like that. And I think that was my first experience where I was like, hi, Tiffany. Like that's not how, that's not the way the world works, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I had this experience with this person and I was kind of beside myself after our conversation because I could feel that and they were they have a very similar mission, I think, as me. And it was a guy. Um, and it was really interesting because I could feel like the what he was doing was more about him. It was more about him and like some wounds that he has. And getting validation from what he's doing. Like, I think there's some people that are like, this is so cool. I'm special for doing this and going out yeah. to the Amazon or whatever. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, yeah. I've had people like, yeah, like we understand yeah. it more because we've done mushrooms. So we, we, yeah, so we let get me it. Teach they don't you. get let it. Let me show you the way. Yeah. yeah. So, like a guru. And I was, 
Yes, right. Or people and who I literally kinda... do shit just to like show it off. Like, yeah. This is what I did. Yeah. So I obviously know. I'm enlightened. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I had that experience, and I was like, "Oh my god, no!" Like, and there are people that are like, "Wow, that's so cool. I'm gonna like follow you and learn from mm-hmm. you because you've had this experience that I haven't had." You know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's kind of dangerous." Like taking taking advice from somebody that is using this platform and and they're like experience with the medicines and stuff but they're doing it out of a place that is to heal their wounds and more from a and not just like a little bit of ego because i think everybody needs a little bit of ego but this was like full like i could feel like full on this is for me and Mm. it kind of scared me a little bit and i was like so i did a video about it (laughs) the next next morning because i Seriously, I was like, I need to sage my like energy right now and stuff like because I was so it was it's like it was a little disappointing, too, because I was like, oh, no, like there are people following this person and I don't think the energy is right. And maybe he'll figure it out. But like, it's not right right now. And of course, me, I'm like, I don't want people to kind of get sucked into the wrong thing or whatever. But that's everybody's own path. I'm not supposed to interrupt anything. But I was like at the gym the next morning and I like and meditated and it just was all interrupted by my thoughts around this experience and so I like posted a video about it and I was just like wow you guys like I just dealt with like some really strange male energy mm-hmm. and that day too though like before I talked to this person I met somebody I had a meeting with a potential client for more cannabis work and this guy was flirting with me and it just it made me I had such a weird energy having to do with sorry, weird interaction with males having to do with male energy. I'm doing these things that are a little different and then like interact. And that's me more stepping into a male energy, like doing things with passion and doing it from my gut and being brave and starting new businesses and stuff. And so you said in the, I think the video you're talking about, you said, um, like, they're like, Oh, I'll help you. I can help you with this or yeah. Giving me advice and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I can help you with this. Yeah, and so both both guys had given me advice I didn't really ask for, and I was just like, what makes you think that I wanted that? What makes you think that I need you to come in and save the day? Yeah. You know, I wanted to have a meeting with you, mm-hmm. and the first guy that I'd met with, like, he wouldn't have been flirting with me if I was a guy trying to have a meeting with him. Oh, no. So it was, <laughs> I, right? I have, <laughs> I, mean, a maybe. Fr- I have a friend like this who... Um, He'll his his move is he'll tell the girl like oh I can help you with your resume <laughs> like I I'm really good with resumes and I would do that for you like you just come over we'll help you out like, oh like come people, over yeah come over I'll help you out with your resume oh we'll I got over. invited over too yeah of course yeah come over <laughs> yeah we'll and I dinner. and I just had such I had such a conflict too because I'm like well this guy like has his own agency he can get me work like yeah you know, it'd be really cool like but <laughs> where do I like draw like that really that whole experience really showed me that I need to be more even more so straightforward and like no this is what this is and I don't like this because I can sometimes have a hard time because I don't want to hurt people's feelings I think I need to figure out where on the dial of Tiffany being honest and straightforward I need to be and that's a constant struggle for me because some people don't take honesty very well where you need Um, where you need to be you said yeah where do you need to be Uh, 
I think I need to be. <laughs> That's a really good question. We're on the couch. I, I would like to. What I'm practicing and what I'm wanting to get better at is being straightforward, but in a way without emotions attached to it, because I can feel sometimes underlying emotion, anger, irritation, and annoyance, and then try to communicate and be straightforward with somebody, and they can pick up on that. You're heading towards stoicism. Yeah. That's the same. That's exactly it. You should, um, one of our podcasts, we interviewed, like, the modern-day yeah, Marcus have, like, Aurelius. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, if you, look, really? up, if you yeah. look up videos, actually, it was uh, TED, TED Talks. They released the video about stoicism, and it was the guy we interviewed, like, giving a talk about it. Yeah, it's like the sixth nice. episode. Nice. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna listen to that. Massimo yeah. Pigliucci. Massimo. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm working on it. I didn't even know I'm working on it, but I'm working <laughs> on it. Yeah, you've been, you've been doing it. You didn't even realize. <laughs> I've been doing it without realizing. So yeah, that day was that day was kind of a trip and kind of a struggle, and I was just like, wow, okay, that was a lesson for me. And then the guy, he saw my video, <laughs> and he messaged me, and he was like. I, I feel like that video was about me. And I, I didn't say yes or no. I just said, why would you think that? <laughs> and and he's, you know, he said that because he felt like it was. And I was just like, that's also not my responsibility because I also met with somebody like earlier. Like, it's not my responsibility to explain that. Like, if it was or wasn't about him, if he felt like it was about him, that's something that he's feeling, you know? Yeah. That says enough right there. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> yeah. He know- yeah, exactly. So, you know, I didn't want to just say hey guy i didn't like your energy and i think that what you're doing (laughs) is to heal your own wounds so you know there were a lot of things i could have said but that's also not my business you know what i say and do on my platform is for me and for the people that i'm talking to and who i'm connecting with and you know, that was just part of my experience, which, you know, I don't think he's a bad person. I still think that what he has to say is really interesting and I'm still going to be following him and stuff. It was, I think it was just a learning experience for both of us. I'm sure there were some things that he learned <laughs> interacting yeah. with me, you know? Yeah. So maybe he realized that he's being a little ego, you know? Yeah, maybe. So, um, yeah, so I'm just in this really <coughs> crazy creative space and, living from my heart and I definitely feel more aligned with with my life's purpose and like the work that I want to be doing now more than ever and I can definitely say it's like because of meditation it's because of psychedelics it's because of traveling and yoga I mean it's all of it you know it it all awakens different parts of you that are usually sleeping unless you try to tap into it you you ever do the uh the tanks sensory deprivation yeah no i've wanted to i met the owner of like two of them over here oh yeah um oh yeah. cool over the weekend float i met him. tanks yeah float tanks and he's like come on down we got one in deer yeah, park yeah. we got one in patchogue we can go you oh and i gosh. can you and i can go right um buy one get one free so like All we right. could both i'm down yeah <laughs> we should just do it i'll do it and he's like come i hear by. I've been celibate I've for three things, years. Yeah. He's like told me his whole life. He's like, I've been celibate for three years. Oh, my um, God. I'm like, he he just think, went right into it. You his think is he pitching you or is he just telling the truth? I don't know. But like, who, is, is that even something to sell on? <laughs> that really. you've been Yeah, he just looks at you. He's like, this is what I think it'll be good yeah, this, You could use this. <laughs> oh, my like, God. What are you trying to say, guy? I love people like that. They just like, I'm one of those people, too, though, where I just like 
tell everybody my life story. Did you I'm ever, very open. Did you yeah, ever I think about tell. podcasting? Yeah, you for sure. You have a good voice for it. Like you could just do episodes of just like talking by yourself about just shit and just release. Really? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've actually thought of it. Instead of I blogging and stuff, just do a podcast and just talk. Or, or do like both. Two or three a week. <laughs> yeah. If Do you know Gary you Vaynerchuk are... at all? Have you ever heard of him? I love Gary Vaynerchuk. All right. There you but go. But you know who I actually love more? Oh. I'll admit to you guys. I love Tony Robbins. Yeah. Oh, I love course. Tony Robbins. The... I <laughs> fucking love Tony Robbins. He's the original. <laughs> I was, always, I was always skeptic yeah. about, yeah, I was skeptic about him until I watched um, I'm Not Your Guru on Netflix. And I was like, all right. Oh, my God. I almost yeah. saw that last night. I think it would have been my second it, time seeing it. I'm, like, obsessed with him. It's a good oh, one. Yeah. He's, That's what he's sold me on like him. He's just, like, this big, spiritual, get-your-butt-into-gear yeah. badass. He's yeah. a giant. If you're trying yeah. to cry, you watch the first, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he cry. He cries with people too. Yeah, he's fully in it. He's full. He's in it. That's what he said. It. He's like, I'm so good because of empathy. Like, I, he's I, not I, fucking around, and I love it because he has like touched. I mean, sometimes he does it in like a lame way, but he's touched the lives of many people. You know, when he's yeah. like doing the music and the jumping around. I'm not like into that as much. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's but, all about changing your state. If yeah. you get up and he wants to that's, that's true. Yeah. Maybe I should be doing more of that. It's but, the energy he creates in the room. Yeah, that's he creates so it. true and and people need that right like people that haven't tapped into that they yeah. need someone to be like hey i'm acting a fool up here like you're gonna yeah. do it too he just creates like a positive energy right off the bat with all the jumping yeah. and get moving and stuff because most he's people like, haven't even done that stuff ever you know yeah. like and no. then he's making he's just breaking making you feel something yeah. you've never felt emotion creates emotion yep i i want to meet him i listened to him i admitted the other day on my instagram stories I was like, you guys, I'm about to go climb the stairs and listen to Tony Robbins. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> climbing the Stairmaster is so hard for me because I'm getting ready for bigger hikes. I just did my first one by myself a few weeks ago, and I totally fucked up my leg. Like, freak accident. So did but, I, actually. I went hiking, too, when I screwed up my knee. And yeah, I screwed still, up my knee hiking also, actually, like two years hiking ago. Hiking is dangerous. <laughs> Mine was like three weeks ago, but and it's still shot. My knee was shot before, like a month before that. I fucked my knee yeah, up. Yeah, you guys need the right You guys need the right boots. And sorry to say, I think you need the like walking sticks or whatever, too. Oh, my. I, I picked up a stick. Well, I had a stick. I blew my knee at yeah. one point. My, okay, my well, training, here's what yeah. happened. I found a walking stick on my way down, and I was feeling so proud of myself. I'm like, I went all the way up. Cause yeah. That's the hardest part, you know? Yeah. So I was going down. And I was like, "Well, I, I found this walking stick that someone was obviously using, and it's better to like put the weight on that instead of like fully on your knees going down." Yeah. And so I was yeah. using this walking stick, and there were so many rocks. I tripped. Mm. The walking stick kind of hit me in some weird way, and it scratched my leg, ripped my leggings, and I have this big <laughs> scar on my leg now. Oh. And I was, it just totally deflated that moment <laughs> as I was walking down. <laughs> I was like, "What a stupid." little thing that happened it wasn't anything big like i fell down you know whatever it was like yeah. i tripped and the stick yeah. hit me <laughs> yeah you know no, no, good, no good you could add a nice it's story not a good that. i that scar is not gonna have a very cool story yeah. i have Change one on my it. arm that i'm like super proud of i was like partying in thailand and i was being a little stupid and now i have a scar on my arm and i'm like well that's because i'm fun like i look at that scar and i'm like i'm fun you know <laughs> yeah you remember but this it. one i'm like 
I got hit by a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Say it's a shark bite, you know, something like that. It's all right. I know. <laughs> oh, no, God, no. I have a scar on my no. forehead that's from getting way too excited watching Hulk Hogan when I was, like, five years old. <laughs> you still have it on you? That's right fun. Here. That's a fun oh. story. Yeah, I just jumping up and down on that. the pull-out bed, like, yeah. on the old-school pull-out beds with the metal railings on the edges. Yes. Yeah, so I tripped, fell, and just sliced my head open on the freak accident yeah. and you'll I have got, I got oh really God. happy for Hulk Hogan and then I split my head off That's, it. <laughs> oh I love that he would love I to love hear that, that. <laughs> he, that yeah, you know, fan. and then my fans didn't even, oh, my fans my <laughs> my parents didn't even take me to the hospital yeah they just washed my head off put a held a cotton ball to it like really tightly and then yeah, that was it. they're old school <laughs> yeah exactly now put some windex yeah. on it they're like you're good let's keep oh going. my god <laughs> and it was in Canada <laughs> So my parents are, my mom is Mexican, and what they would do with, like, cuts like that, they would put pepper on it. <laughs> Apparently, that's supposed to help if you just huh. put pepper on it. Would it burn? I'm, it would burn, I'm sure. I don't remember, but I just remember seeing cuts that I had with pepper. I don't know. I should look <laughs> it up, like, what, what that actually does. Maybe it's, like, actually really bad for you. I don't know. Throw some sriracha. My mom also told me if I, like, rolled my eyes at her, my eyes would get stuck that way, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so wait, let's go back. You were talking about getting into the masculine. Yeah. Starting oh, businesses, Gary V. Like are, Gary V. You know, becoming. Yeah, that. and it's it's super scary. It's so scary because I'm doing things that scare me and like are uncomfortable. Sometimes you guys like even doing the videos on Instagram, like that can be a little scary sometimes because you're like, well, you know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what people are thinking and stuff, but. Do you redo them? Do you like take two, take three? Uh, I right now I I redo them. I'm trying to get a little more organic about it, but it's also such a practice to like, I don't know, get into the flow of it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure with like podcasting and stuff, it's getting into the flow of conversation. Like, it's all a practice. And I've heard people say even about like vlogging and videos, you just have to keep doing it and you get better and you get better and you get better at it. That's so Gary showed... Vee. That's what Gary Vee says. Document. Is that what he says? He says document over document over uh, creation. So just document every day and you'll just keep getting better and more organic with the camera and more yeah. comfortable. And then document and it's over star- creation. It's starting to feel that way. It's definitely starting to feel that way. I think <clears> – <throat> before i was a little more robotic and now i'm like oh yeah i'm just that that sounds more like me and i want to be more authentic about it but honestly like you gotta i mean that stuff isn't always gonna (laughs) words aren't always gonna come out right when you're talking to your phone to post a video you know but his thing is he's saying like even if you don't think like oh like that was bad that was bad i screwed up like there's people that are the on an audience that's like i like how she's so real and she screwed up right there so Right. You can never That's judge. That's true. So then you just keep posting. He's saying it doesn't matter. <laughs> and he's and, right. He posts right? like a hundred times a day on everything. Does he? Yeah. Well, you know, and and a lot of times it's what we tell ourselves, like, oh, I think I sound weird in this, or I feel like I look stupid, or whatever. Other people don't think that. It's the story that we're telling ourselves, and that's something I've been working on. Is like, what stories am I telling myself? Because these aren't other stories that people are telling me. It's what I'm telling myself. Yeah, it goes back to your ayahuasca sitting where you realize like you've been so hard on yourself. It's, yeah, you're still, totally. And you still are, but it's like you can't get away from that. We're just no, you can't. And it's mm-hmm. it's and that's why I just I love meditation so much because mm-hmm. I'm aware of those thoughts now. I can say, 
this is this is me talking to myself in a negative way. Yeah. Having yeah. that awareness is so important. So if we can catch it and say, okay, I recognize it. I see you. Okay, so what are we going to do now? Are we going to like keep talking to ourselves? You know, like are we going to keep having this kind of discussion where it's negative and such a low vibrational thing or, you know, am I going to practice more affirmations? Am I going to, you know, just keep doing things to raise my vibration so I am talking to myself in a positive way? Because that makes such a difference in even manifesting. I don't know if you guys are like super big like Mm -hmm. manifestors, but... Oh yeah, I have we're, this... we're big time manifesting. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. I big figured. Time. Yeah, for I sure. I mean, I've had the craziest shit happen to me. There was one week where I was like, I am abundant. Like after my meditations, I kept telling myself, I am abundant. I attract abundance. And then a few days later, I got a check, a two thousand dollar check from my dealership where I got my new car from because they gave me the wrong information related to my car. And I was like, I fucking manifested $2,000 in one week. And I was just like, Oh my God, this shit is real. But it's, it's so hard because I think for a lot of people, because it's such a, a abstract thing, right? Like if you can't see it, it won't, it doesn't make sense, but you, it's part of it. It's just having faith and believing like what's so bad about, believing that good things can happen to you well that's right? we would rather that's tony robbins he says he wakes up every day he says my life is full of abundance all my needs are met oh like out loud screams it and does his his breathing exercises yes. and then of course it is you know but he's he was said he's been saying that he's, he's been saying it tony since robbins yeah he's been yeah. saying it since he was nothing you know since he was poor he said his mom was really abusive you know his whole story yeah but i love him oh you guys, I love him. And I, I, I like him and I like Jason Silva. Do you oh. guys know Jason Silva? Oh, yeah. Jason Silva is the best. I've, I've emailed him so many times to come on. He'll, he'll answer eventually. Just keep manifesting. We'll get him. <laughs> oh, my God. If you guys do, I have dreams about him. Because like, <laughs> his streams of consciousness are crazy. No one talks like him. No. Oh, my yeah. God. I just like, I'm like, that is the kind of dude that I will end up with. Like, he is just so, like, I'm kind of shy, but I'm, like, blushing a little bit. Anyways, <laughs> if you have him on the show. We'll let him know you said that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll introduce Tell him. Tell him you know somebody. But, um, you yeah. can introduce him to plants because he's never done psychedelics. He hasn't? No. He always looks like he's tripping out. <laughs> no, but and, and he's such a big proponent yeah, of them. Yeah, I was going to say, doesn't he have a whole video about it? Yeah, he supports them so much, and but he's never done it. Wow. He's just, like, they're so, he's, he's like, it's they ha- it hasn't found me yet. I haven't either, though. I think about it. But he's wow. like yeah. hardcore into yeah, it. He true. promotes it. Like, I know. And I he's researched and He's always it. hanging out in Amsterdam and shit. Yeah, he's always somewhere new. He's doing Facebook <laughs> yeah. lives from all over the world. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's so, yeah, it. if you guys end up end up being friends with him, you know, I'll come visit. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> then, we'll, then we'll get you over here. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, those people are all awesome, and I love what they're doing. And it seems like you guys have a very similar just – Wanting that openness and truth and connection. I mean, there's something so important about connecting with people so important and connecting in an authentic way is so important right now. We're in this time where everybody is so on their screens and uh, we're in a They're somewhere else. Everyone's somewhere else when everybody's somewhere somewhere else. (laughs) And it was, I just had a um, Kundalini class. I call Kundalini church because I do it like every weekend and it's actually in a church, which is really strange. Um, 
<laughs> so it counts. Um, but the teacher was saying that once you open that front door, you get sucked away from yourself. You get sucked into the external experience that it's just so good, so good to come back to yourself. And that's why meditation and yoga is just so important because every, like you said, everybody, we're always somewhere else. We're reading things, we're at work, where we have our monkey minds trying to process things or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then when you have those moments of stillness and, and quiet, you're able to come back to yourself, which maybe that doesn't make sense for some people, but like once they start meditating, they'll know what I mean by coming back to yourself. And it just helps you deal with the craziness of life. Yeah. If you're able to have those that's quiet moments did. with just you. That's what it did for me. I, I, the reason I followed you in the first place was because I feel like, oh, this person's, this person's awesome. Like they're on a similar path. Like I feel like that's where I'm heading towards. Right. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not fully spiritual. Never, you know, I never found a shaman or anything yet. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> oh, that's another thing. The guy with the dunk tank who owns it, who's been celibate for three yeah. years, he, He's like, I got, I got a shaman for you. We can, we can hook you <laughs> up. Oh like, my God. Yeah. I just, is this guy for <laughs> and then, but also the universe thing, like that was the same day I met him was when I was talking to you on um, Instagram about ayahuasca. Oh. So I was like, oh, oh. I was like, what? How did, and then I was the like, the universe like, is talking to you. I know. Or this guy hacked your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he found I me. love it. I mean, that's, I feel like we're so sensitive. We're just in this weird time right now. Like Kundalini talks about Kundalini is a technology. They refer to it as a technology and they say we're in this Aquarian age. So this guy, Guru Bhujan, he came over here from India in like the 60s to teach this Kundalini. And he said, you guys, we're about to go in a state where we just have too much information that our our systems and our bodies like cannot process and handle all of this information. Mm -hmm. So this yoga, it helps. It's a lot of breath work and meditation. and It's two hours. But it helps your system be able to handle all of this information that we're we're processing and you can he- read all these articles and stuff about how like facebook and instagram and just the lack of real connection we have is actually making people really depressed yeah. because yeah. we're animals still and we're in our net na- our in our nature we're supposed to be in tribes in the yeah. amazon yeah. and other cultures they're in tribes mm-hmm. And you have that community. There's a lack of community. Yeah, and disconnected. So that's they we're so disconnected. We're, di- we're we're connected all the time, but we're disconnected. Right, <laughs> yeah. like not authentically connected. And a big part of that is we're not able to be vulnerable with each other. We're not able to feel safe to be open because we feel like we're going to get judged. And there is a lot of judgment right now. There's so much judgment, but that's also because. People are judging their, themselves, so it's a mirror, and they're going to judge everything outside of them. Yeah, and it's also yeah. up you know? to you and us to just not be phased by their judgment. It doesn't matter. Right, and then yeah. right. It doesn't really matter. Let them judge. It is what it is. People are always exactly. going to do that. And, it, and the more we get oh. into this social media stuff and the bigger you get yeah. and stuff, you're going to be judged even more. I mean, you just totally forget about it. Yeah, and I've there's a book, um, I think it's called The Four Agreements. Yep. You guys read that? You know that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. It's the Four Agreements. She has it. Right, what's it about? It's a really good book. Um, one of 
my exes let me borrow it and that was a good gift that but toned it's just... one of my exes it's like no <laughs> no, no 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 he's this beautiful man like, like most recently that i had dated 42 year old australian man with a kid like very interesting experience yeah. for me oh wow he let me borrow this book he's a very spiritual person and this is right after we broke up. I still had his book, and he's like, uh, that book's really important to me. Can you give it back? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, but I read it, and it's really good. And one of the things that it said, um, I think, was like, I, I'm not sure if this book talked about it, but like, what, uh, not something about like what other people think of you is not your business. Yeah. Or, right. is that well, what it is? Four agreements is be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything yes. personally. Don't make don't assumptions. Don't take anything personally. Always do your that best. That was it. Yeah. Don't take anything personally. That was the biggest thing that stuck with me. Anything Don't take anything at all. personally. Like, mm -mm. Because how someone reacts to you is, has nothing to do with you. That's, that's it has stoicism. Everything to do with you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's stoicism. You guys, I am on the right path and I didn't even know it. Oh. Yeah, stoicism See, was, was about you can't care about other people's stuff. Me. <laughs> yeah it's so funny that it all aligns i know so that that really stuck with me because i it could be so easy like there was this guy that cut me in line at the grocery store this was the same day this is the same day i had the experience with the male energy and it was just this dude you got hit he cut me in line <laughs> yeah he started it he started <laughs> he started all of it and he got me in line. He could have tapped on me, tapped on my back and said, hey, you know, you're next or whatever. But he just chose to go around me. I ended up being at the register next to him. And I looked over at him. I was like, oh, so you think you just cut everybody in line, huh? He didn't say anything to me. But it was hard to not take that personally. What do you mean? He just when walked in front of you? and Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did you do? You didn't, like, you just let it go? No, I, no, I said something to him. I said something to him. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I said, "Oh, you think that you could just cut in front of everybody in line?" And what he said. And he didn't. He didn't say anything to me. Um, <laughs> what? And but then that was it. That was it. That was it. You did what? How does this happen? They just walk in front of you. What happens out in Seattle? He was behind me, and then the it was like one of those self-service checkouts. Oh. Yeah, and one of the lights was blinking, but somebody was still at it. So I looked down at my phone. I was like, "Oh, wait a second. And then he just decided to go when it was fully ready and i was just like okay <laughs> you were right right behind me so i said something and of course he didn't say anything back because people like that don't usually get confronted mm -hmm. and um it kind of felt personal like i had to it's really strange because in the same week i was kind of meditating on the idea of other people's energy or not mine because i'm working on like either bringing my energy closer to me or not and not having it so outward, you know, which is hard because I think outward is how I connect with people. Outward. And what if do you I, mean by that? Um, so, okay. This is like, like hard saying to something or telling him like, like you think you could just cut me. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like I could have not said anything. Cause that's me like using some of my energy outwardly to say something to him right or like mm. just kind of being with myself and recognizing like okay his energy is not mine like his attitude or his grumpiness where he felt like he needed to do that 
is not mine. So then when I say that to myself, I don't get irritated and I don't have this negative, like this negative feeling doesn't sit with me because I leave it with him. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, yes. Like um, if you're in like um, in traffic or something, someone cuts you off. Same that was actually thing. a really good example that I was going to use next <laughs> or like a four or yeah. a four way stop where this person just decides to fucking go. Yeah. Um, I just think when he, people cut me off, I'm like, all right, that's their problem. Like right. maybe they really have to go to the bathroom or like some, I, I think of things yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, all right, if I guess I would drive you like know, that if I had to really like something like that. Well, and those are the people that usually, usually end up getting pulled over. Yeah. I've seen that happen. And then I here. had someone like, try to like cut in front of me on the freeway just like not in a very safe way and then later on i saw them pulled over and i was like okay that's yeah. how that works did you have to drive in new york at all when you yeah, were here that happens all the no, time no thank god <laughs> yeah it's every no. it's an everyday thing every single but day. i will tell you like the seattle traffic is not it's bad it's bad here we have it's, i've been to seattle and it's like what? it's not at it's not Wait, as, it's when not was even it though this last when? year last year oh okay where did you well, go it's getting worse is it where'd you go last year? yeah Seattle, I don't, like downtown Seattle, all over seattle oh yeah 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 it's um so amazon is here so it's it's getting bigger and busier more expensive and and we have our buses and they're great and they're fine right but that doesn't really help with traffic like everybody Everybody likes to drive around here. So I live in West Seattle, which should take to get to downtown. It should probably take 15 minutes to get to where I work. It should probably take 20, 25. It takes me 45 an hour each way yeah. now. Yeah. So that's why I've gotten into my podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have a lot of time. Yeah. The worst I've, I've seen is uh, L.A. L.A. Oh yeah, See, L.A. traffic is the worst traffic I've been in my entire life. Yeah. Were you on like the famous picture of all the freeways like converging? Yeah, probably. Like, dude. You were on, in the middle of that. It was insane. And there was traffic for no reason in L.A. There's just so many people. That's the only reason for traffic. It's, it's just all the time, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's That's not. Too, it's though, just like Manhattan. two miles in L.A. takes like a half hour. Yeah, I want to go somewhere where you don't need a car. You just bike everywhere or yeah. freaking rollerblade. Get your own farm. <laughs> Copenhagen. Yeah. Copenhagen. What do yeah. they speak over there? Like Dutch? Yeah. Uh, Denmark, that's no? A no. D probably Dutch. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to assume Dutch. <laughs> they spoke English to me, so. Let's look it up. Yeah. But yeah, traffic traffic has gotten crazy over here, and it's you know the whole Amazon thing. I have such a love hate thing because Danish. I love Prime. I love Prime, but when Amazon's in your backyard, yeah, it's it's a little challenging because it's it's changing, it's changing the soul of the city. It's more well, they're taking more over techie. everything. They have suit now. They're going to be everyone's Whole grocery Foods. store. Yeah, they're going to yeah. be everyone's grocery store. So, and yeah, there's no such a I think as like a a company, their culture is not very good. They they are okay with people like throwing each other under the bus. And there was this whole article written about like Amazon, like basically firing, letting go of people that like had to leave to take care of like their sick, you know, family member that had cancer or whatever. They're just right. not very. They're kind of robotic in the way that they like interact with people. Yeah. And so when you have a big part of your city that half of the city now is you know amazon and you can feel that you know 
it's just sad. It's just a little <laughs> sad. And all the cre- and all the creatives are getting pushed out because it's getting so expensive because people know that, yeah. well, the city is growing and these people at Amazon get these signing bonuses and they all make so much money that you can charge a lot for rent. But, you know, creatives yeah. don't make that much money. So yeah. they're getting pushed out further away from the city. And you can see it. I mean, it's happening so quickly. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could either be sad or if you take the stoic route, it's just you can't control that. Eh, what are you going to do? No. You know, what are you <laughs> no, gonna and do? that's what's – it's funny what you say about, like, the stoic route because, you know, all the shit that went down with the politics yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I was in tears that night that we found out about Trump, and I was surprised because I don't know that I've actually really cared – too much about politics until recently I, but i was that's sobbing. like 90 percent of the united states yeah everyone <laughs> was so sad i voted oh jill stein i feel like no one cared about politics until this past election no oh my god it was such a wake-up call but he's i will say though and i saw someone post a video basically saying the same thing that trump is medicine for us he is the wake-up call that we have been oh, yeah. for Everyone's a really that. long time yeah. Yeah, the shakeup. It's like, all right, guys, this shit could get in the wrong hands. <laughs> yeah, yes, like how—that's how bad it was. Uh, so how, got, uh, how do you solve that then? Like you're saying, if I'm talking to both of you here, like if it gets yeah. in, if it gets in the wrong hands, what does that mean? Like, you would you overthrow him, like, and then put? I mean, if like one person shouldn't be running a country. No, of course not. Three hundred million oh. people. No, I yeah. three hundred fifty million people. The fact we still have a president. I mean, I get we got I like mean, government behind that and stuff, but still. Like, I'm still hoping Bernie comes back with some yeah. sort of. <laughs> I'm I, such a big Bernie person. Yeah, I, I have I little was, problems with socialism, but. I was gonna vote Bernie if he stayed, yeah. and then I was like, I Jill, he's he kind of backed Jill Stein a little, or he, Jill Stein talked yeah. about him a lot, so. I was I a fan of uh, Gary Johnson too. Yeah, I was like, I'd rather both of these yeah. people. I would rather my dog. I like, <laughs> I don't want anyone. But well, you know, yeah. after being in Copenhagen, because you know they're very socialist, it was really cool to like meet people and talk to people about you know their politics and their culture there. And everybody was just so happy, and they're like, yeah, we pay a lot in taxes, but like we feel taken care of. We feel right. taken care of by our government. And I was like. That's so nice for you because no one in the U.S. feels that way. I mean, yeah, the 1%, if, yeah, oh, the 1% yeah. is totally taken care of. If there's going to be a government, let them at least do stuff for the people. Yeah, you know I mean? a government that you can yeah. trust. Like, if we're going to have a government, you don't, you're not really having, like, complete freedom if you have a government anyway. Yeah. So you might yeah, as well I have mean, the government work for, like, do shit for you. Yeah. I, we, had yeah. A ki- we had a kid from my friend from Belgium on the other day, and he was here – just for two <laughs> he weeks. He loves America, he, too. <laughs> yeah, he loves America so much, but he's happy with how it is over there. With the, yeah. Like, <laughs> parliament. I, yeah, parliament's, I feel like, is the way I think go. people the like go. the Hollywood America. Yeah. I think yeah. they're drawn to that, that whole thing that we have going on. Because we lead when it comes to entertainment and oh, movies yeah, and consuming i mean yeah and <laughs> yes it. oh my god yeah like, no that's it, exactly it. people in other countries watch our movies like we don't watch anyone else's movies no no and we don't we don't people, learn other people's languages not even their music people they, love our no. music we don't listen to any so other music several times when i was traveling i had people talk i mean they had so much fun talking to me because i think they got to practice their english and i was like well how did you learn and almost all of them said 
this movie or that yeah. movie or <laughs> Hollywood, you know? I've heard the same thing in Turkey and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah or I'm like, oh, I'm I'm from the States. I'm from America. And they're like, oh, Hollywood. I'm like, no, <laughs> Seattle. Oh, Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you say Los New York, Angeles. you're from New yeah. York City. <laughs> yeah. But I guess, like, my my way of dealing with the politics, because, I mean, when I cried, I wasn't crying for me. I was crying for everybody. I feel like I'm fine. I feel like I'm fine with all the things yeah. going on in the politics. But, like, all the gays, all the people that are already, like, struggling with their finances and stuff. Just, I was feeling so much hurt for everybody mm-hmm. else that I know it's going to impact more. I feel very privileged. And... And I'm fortunate for that. I mean, my family is Mexican and know it's affecting them by just even how people look at them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents and are so, Muslim, so. Yeah. What was that? So my parents are Muslim, so. Oh, yeah. so, you know. Yeah. So yeah. my, I think, I, I think that's, that's where I, why I started doing Hippie Supply is because I was like, well, I can't change what's happening right now. Stoicism. Yeah. Um. But what you I can, can only do, do your is best to you can give your the message and you can give your opinion yeah. on it. That's yeah. It. Mm-hmm. And right. so what is the goal with hippie supply? What do you want it to become? Is there honestly a like right now I'm not focused on like any sort of money thing. I don't want any finances attached to it. Um, for me, I've been sitting on that name for a few years and I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Do I like sell pipes and stuff for oh. the cannabis industry yeah, what, what are you like, supplying <laughs> i am supplying love my experience love of what it's like to be a modern hippie and i think for me the biggest part of being a modern hippie is having that room to explore and living from the heart like exploring consciousness living from the heart but also you know i still use my computer i live in an apartment in the city but mm-hmm. I care about the environment. I want to be out in nature. I want to help other people. I really, really want world peace. Like one of the bigger reasons why I'm doing Kundalini is because I want to teach little kids how to meditate. I think if our next generation is full of meditators, you're going to have better people (laughs) in this world pushing it forward. You know, that's for sure. Everything comes from how you're raised by your parents and how you're conditioned. Like this is how the world's going to be and this is how it is. And, exactly so i don't know there's another way right exactly (laughs) like that is that is absolutely true so you pick up things like if your dad is really insecure or whatever you're going to pick up his insecurities because you see how he interacts with the world and you think that is the example and so if you're teaching your kids how to meditate like it'll at least make them more mindful of things like that and how they're interacting with the world and interacting with other kids and animals and nature and how their existence affects everybody and everything around them. Yeah. All you have, all you have really is your breath. Yes. That's all you got. All you got is your, I won't go in this car. It's life. (laughs) You know, that's all you have. Like they say, like when you're having a bad trip, you're having a panic attack, you just have to breathe or, and they say the best way to get out of the panic attack is to sing because it forces you to breathe correctly when you sing really i didn't know that so just start singing if you're freaking out (laughs) or if you just want to really (laughs) we're gonna be like what is going on with her (laughs) 
Just walking down the street, just start singing. Yeah. Happy uh, birthday to you. That's the song you go to? Yeah, that, that's your go-to. She, yeah, just don't make eye contact with her. <laughs> no, she's tripping. She's fine. She's, she's yeah. coming back. She's just saying happy birthday just... to the friend in her head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just ate a brownie. She'll be fine in like, in like 10 hours. Uh, yeah. Don't worry about it. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, it's just the direction. Yeah, you said you're not yeah. really picking one. What was that? You're not really like choosing to go the money route. You're gonna just see what happens. No, I'm just I'm gonna see what happens. I've got you know the kundalini in the works. I've got the cannabis in the works, and I'm just you know it's it's a passion project right now, and it's something that it's the best thing I can do right now. That, that is me living from my heart and hopefully affecting and, and touching people by doing that. And, yeah. you know, it's really interesting because some days I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, <laughs> am I doing this right? Like, I don't, some days I'm like, I don't know if that was like the right message to like send out into the world or whatever, but it's just yeah. what inspired me that day. And I have just been so surprised by how many people have messaged me and said, whatever you're doing, I love it and I love the energy of it and it's genuine and I want you to keep doing it. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to keep doing it, you know? And, you know, I'd like to think that I'm, I know completely what I'm doing, but nobody knows yeah. what they're doing. You got yeah, you you to trust your gut. That's what I was going to say. It's yeah. all about trust. Like the hard, the hardest part is when you have those feelings of, am I doing the right thing? Yeah. What am I, what's going on here? Like trusting that you are no matter what. And then yeah. you, you can't make a mistake. Yeah. You don't have problems. And you, you're not wrong. It's what you feel. So Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. And I also think, and what I've heard from, you know, other people that I really admire and I listen to them talking on podcasts or on their own podcasts, you know, when you're doing something from the heart, like you, it can't, nothing can really go wrong because yeah. you're doing it from such a pure place, you know? And I totally believe in that. And I, that's, you know, those are the people that I connect to the most that are, doing those things in an authentic way from 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 a place of love right yeah and then if that's where yeah. it's coming from you can't screw up that's right yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow that was already an app two hours oh my god you guys can cut it down I just, i'm sorry I no it's all good no we, always, <laughs> we don't cut it down ever we, yeah we don't cut it we've we love it. That's how. Yeah. Uh, if you listen to Rogan, sometimes he goes like four yeah. hours. He could go to. Oh my god, I, I love yeah. him too. I actually recommend Aubrey Marcus to you. Yes. Aubrey want, Marcus. Yeah, look up his podcast. He talks about all of this like yeah. every single episode. Yeah, he's really yeah. into this stuff. You guys have inspired me though. Maybe I'll do my first podcast. Yeah, there you go. You definitely mm -hmm. should. Just you can't yeah. get hurt from doing it if you just have some time. And it's free. Pretty. I mean, it's basically free. Why not? Yeah, I love talking. I love talking to myself, and this yeah. is easy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah this is <laughs> flew by two hours. Crazy. I know. It was so nice talking to you guys. You too. We we like to end. I guess I kind of know what you're gonna say. Yeah. But, whoa, <laughs> your message for the world. If you only had thirty seconds, and my message. Twenty thirty seconds. Oh, I only I only them. get thirty seconds. You I get would all the time say... you need. <laughs> I would say um, live from the heart. That, that's been like my biggest thing is, you know, once I discovered living from my heart is like the way to go. I've had so much magic happen in my life. It's unbelievable. And I'm in a constant state of joy because I'm just wanting to give to everybody. But I also think um, 
stepping outside of what's comfortable to you, stepping outside of fear. There's so much room for growth and happiness when when we get outside of what's comfortable for us. That's where you grow. Yeah. That's it. You can only grow. That's it. That's it, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh! And you find so much magic and bliss outside of the norm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so did you? Last thing. Did you ever read the Untethered Soul? No. All right. So you have two. Books. Yeah, you got it. You got two a list books. going here. <laughs> you got okay. Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Okay. And you have. Is this my homework? <laughs> yes, this is what we need okay. for, for next time. I'm going to add one more <laughs> to the list. For next class, we, you need Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. You need um, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. I got one I've more. heard of that. It's got the horse in the front, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's, that, a, that's a well-known one. It's all about the, you said you have these conversations with yourself. It's saying how there's literally two voices. Like you have a roommate up there. And yes. it's your interaction with him that the whole book is about. And her, one know. more that is makes sense. On the Shortness of Life by Seneca. On the short on the shortness of life. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up right now. Oh, last one. I just <laughs> no, I just thought of another one. These are Oh all my god, you guys, I can't re I'm not a fast reader. No, these are all books that really helped me whenever you get to it. Um okay. the last one is by Alan Watts called The Wisdom of Insecurity. The wisdom of insecurity. Yeah, and it, Alan Watts in general, I think you would love him if you just listen yeah. to. He has these lectures on YouTube, and you know, there's so much irony in this because I'm on Amazon looking up all these books. Yeah, yeah. See, technology. I'm day. just gonna have them primed me. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> they walk it over to you. Like, oh, they would here. The, yeah, the drone yeah. comes to you. Yeah, you have a drone, right? They don't no. do that, dude. They don't do the drone deliveries over there. Oh, I think they're like testing it here maybe yeah i thought it was being tested there that's creepy yeah, yeah. well order it in prime let, let me let us know if it comes with a drone yeah <laughs> okay thank thanks for those suggestions you guys no Not thanks for coming on. Ooh, i have one for you guys yeah what do you got um hold on hold on hold on it is i'm gonna get it hold on we're holding bear with me I'm spacing a little because I need to eat. Um, the Gifts of Imperfection. Gifts of Imperfection. By who? The, you have the um, it is by... I'm sure we'll have find it. Yeah. Brene Brown. What's that about? It is about being authentic. And um, that's the biggest part that I took from the book is authenticity. And also the way that in our culture, how we view authenticity and like the psychological things we go through as we're trying to be more authentic and how the world interacts with us when we're trying to be authentic. It was originally yeah, put through that. It was originally published on the day of my birthday. Oh, August 27th. Well, then that's how yeah. that's the first one you'll start <laughs> with. Okay. Awesome. All right. Cool. cool. Thank you for awesome. coming on. Tiffany. thanks you guys this is fun yeah it's been real sure. it's my first one this nice. is your first ever first of many yeah wow you're like a pro you sound great yeah. now you just gotta start your own oh, Hi hippie you supply so podcast yes yes <laughs> that's that what we so love good. to get like we've been getting like emails and some texts of people like you inspired us to do one or yeah just in general I mean, you're yeah. inspiring that's what I, I gotta show you that one that was a great one like, uh, you guys yeah. just keep doing it. I feel like 
I mean, it's such a genuine, authentic energy to, I mean, you're connecting, right? You're connecting yeah. and you're connecting with people in such a, yeah, exactly. uh, we're getting people's stories and it doesn't matter who you are really every, yeah, no yeah. matter who you are, you have a different one. So you'll never run out of guests. <laughs> that is so true. And you know, it's very humans of New York <laughs> Yeah, and people true. love humans of New York. That's true. I love yeah. 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 That is a good one. Next yeah, time yeah. you're in New York, hit us up. I will. I will. For Thank sure. you guys. Have have a good rest of your weekend. You too. You too. Oh yeah, have fun. Right. Uh, I saw your bagpipe packing. Have fun over there. Bagpiping? Thank you. Yeah. Right. Oh, I mean that's that's a little further away, but I'm I'm starting to get ready for it because when I did that hike, I was like, okay, I need more Tony uh, Robbins and more Stairmaster to help <laughs> me get through a longer hike. Yeah, th- this meat body's not ready for that <laughs> no no <laughs> all right not at all Thank all right you. you guys talk to you later all bye. Right, bye bye i like that noise the skype noise yeah it just it seems official yeah like you know what changed the game um the noise from when you get a text like the boo boo or no um, you know what changed the game is the aol instant messenger well of <laughs> I, on a small scale, you know, like <laughs> if we keep going back, you, Windows 95 really uh, changed the game. You know what changed the game yeah. is <laughs> Apple. Yeah, like, you just keep going. Steve Jobs <laughs> the was television born. changed Dude, the game. When we got satellite radio, forget it. You went nuts. <laughs> oh, no, that changed for me. Satellites changed the game, period. Yeah, and now that led the way to actually Everything. podcasts were around, but just no one listened to them. Yeah. No one even did them. Yeah. Yeah, she was good. I like her. Yeah, interesting person. She's done some stuff. She could have kept going. Yeah. I could have kept going, too. With my, I just, my head hurts with these headphones. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like it's I, only so much. You're, you're like, all right, I got to get this shit off. We need a more. I com- got to move. We need, a, <laughs> we need a comfortable studio where you're just After like. After a while, I just got to, like, get up. You know what would be awesome? We need to get, like, headsets where you just walk around freely while it's still <laughs> recording. Yeah. And just do whatever we want. Oh, that there's a game changer. Or just get a studio on the beach. Yeah, but we're still sitting. I want to be able to walk out. You can like, walk. You can walk. At least we'll be on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Just no recording. All right, that was dope. That was two hours. Yeah. What do you, you got? got going anything on? coming up? What do I got going on? I got tonight is the game, the premiere of uh, Game of Thrones season That's what you premiere, got. boy. That's yeah. my life right now. No, Every, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's talking about that. That's what I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. Got my Game of Thrones beers. They make their own. The there's a brewing company from upstate New York that make that's licensed by HBO. Well, not HBO because they don't own Game of Thrones. Licensed by the Game of Thrones to make their uh, beers. The brand. Yeah. Brand deal. It's pretty uh, it's pretty strong burst, but nine percenters. Oh, it's the IPAs. Yeah. No. No, nah, th- not this one. What beer? It's Golden Ale. I'm it's dead. Not an IPA. I don't know. It's Omi Gang is the brewer from upstate New York. Whenever I get a beer, I just go to. It's Mich- actually a pretty. It looks like a pretty cool brewing company. I would go there. I know. I almost went there when I went to college a couple years ago. Like I had a yeah. Yeah. Like it looks like a castle when you go in. Yeah, it's crazy. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not good. I whenever I get a new beer, I'm j- I tell Michelle Seely, I'm just like, just give me whatever, <laughs> and she just picks something, and yeah. I don't even know what it is. All right, it's been real. No, it hasn't. Yeah, it's been fake. It's been fake. You gotta cut you out of that habit right there. I don't know. It's kind of cool. <laughs> it's like in, maybe instead of coffee, I'll just replace it with CBD, and I'll, I'll support it. All right.
All right. All right, I'll do that now. All right. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's been real, folks. <laughs> Bye. Peace.